welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here, you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. So excited for our guest today. Her name is Becky, and she also happens to be my mother. So, welcome to the show, Becky. Thank you, Ashley. How are you doing? Good, good. So, good. Becky comes from the heart of the Midwest, and I know yes. she's going to talk about this a little bit more, but she has two plant based daughters. One is me, um, and she went plant based because she was, quote, prodded pun intended, uh, way back when, which she's going to talk more about. So we'll look forward to hearing her story of how she got into plant-based eating. But before we get into that, Becky, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a mother of three. I had two daughters and a son. I have five grandchildren and that keeps us busy when we're up in our hometown. Right now we're away visiting in Florida, but um, that seems to keep us busy. I have been a stay-at-home mom. I was throughout all my life. I always had a balanced meal on the table, which would include meat of all kinds, salads, beans, potatoes, just, you know, your, your average all-American meal that moms would make, casseroles, mm-hmm. burgers, whatever. So, but other than that, I've been married to Ashley's dad for 42 years, almost. I did work a little bit after the kids got out of the house with our businesses. But other than that, I'm a stay at home wife now. <laughs> yeah. And some of, you know, she was talking about, we grew up in the Midwest, but you know, part of my childhood was on a Angus cattle farm. So right. as you can imagine, listening to this, there was a lot of meat on our plates, you know, growing up. So it's kind of a, we, we joke about it a lot, especially now as we're more as a family, more plant-based, you know, how much, how much meat we did have and, and to right. just how fun it was growing up on a farm. It was just, it was a really great experience. Yeah, it, it was. And we had, you know, we had the cattle out in the, out in the fields and we had meat in the freezer and, uh, <laughs> we always had meat in the freezer, <laughs> always had meat in the freezer. Oh yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we hated to eat some of that meat because they were our friends too. Yeah. yeah we won't talk about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Becky, for people listening, definitely, you know, you grew up in the Midwest, you grew up in Indiana, you were on an Angus cattle farm for a period of time when I was young, but tell us a little bit about how you got into plant-based eating. I guess you could say, uh, uh, for Ashley's birthday, several years ago, she came to her dad and I, and she said, you know what I'd like this year for my birthday? And we're like, Hmm, okay. What? And you said for us, would you go plant-based for, for me. Would you do it for you guys too? Like for three months. And, um, it was like, Oh, oh man, (laughs) I don't know if I can do this. Um, but we did, in fact, we did it longer than three months and we did it actually four, and that was totally full out plant-based. That was not putting anything else in our mouth. That was not plant-based. So we did that for four months. We went and had all of our labs checked. Of course, we'd had our labs checked before we started our plant-based journey. 
And my cholesterol, I can't speak for Greg, but mine um, was at 204 when I went in before we started. And then when I had it checked four months later, it was at 158. So it had gone down, what, 40, 46 points. Yes. And um, we started feeling good. I felt like my skin, my face glowed. Hence Angela Lydon's um, cookbook, Oh, She Glows. I think that is just perfect for that, right? And um, my, yeah, my skin, uh, just, um, just the way I felt, I had more energy. So that's how we got started. And then of course, when we would see you and your hubby and we would be together and it was always plant-based and oh, mom, let's make this and that. And, and then our, my youngest daughter became plant-based and well, anyway, so. Well, and with that too, one thing that I feel like you all did such a marvelous job of is being accommodating. And I'm curious what was helpful for you, for people who are listening and maybe they have children who are going plant-based or they themselves are trying to go plant-based and, you know, navigating these like family experiences. What do you think was helpful for you with your two daughters going plant-based and growing up in the Midwest and kind of this being a very unfamiliar way of eating? What was helpful for you to kind of approach that situation? Well, for one thing, you know, your dad being on board, so, you know, we were both able to do it together and you guys fixed some pretty good meals. I mean, they were delicious. I don't, I guess I don't know how much, how else to say it is that you made it very easy transitioning for us and, 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 and dad and I are pretty, oh, you know, we're easy to get along with. So to us, it's no big deal. I mean, I, neither one of us were like, we have to have our meat and potatoes every day. I know there are people that are like that. And I don't know how others deal with that, but it's so good. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great point too, for people who are transitioning or trying to kind of navigate their own journey and maybe eating with other people. What is, it sounds like was really helpful for you all was for those people who are transitioning. It's like to bring over really delicious meals and, and help kind of make the food or maybe guide you. Right. Yeah. And I, and I know between you and your sister, I mean, there were a lot of phone calls, texts, mom, just substitute. I mean, I know when we first got started, I know you had mentioned this earlier, but I had gone to four different grocery stores in one afternoon looking for one ingredient. And that was not fun. I mean, and it's like, really my little small town, we don't have, you know, I mean, four grocery stores is great, but they just don't offer sometimes that. So, you know, that's when you make your trips to, you know, the grocery that's an hour away, that's maybe like whole foods or, you know, just different grocery stores. Mm -hmm. But, um, and, and then you guys are really good at too. Well, mom, just substitute this. You don't need to put that in there. You, you can just, what about using this? Or even the other day, um, someone on your um, blog or what was talking about canned beans and it's like, oh yeah, I've got black beans in the cupboard. Mom, you don't have to make those. Just get yep. a can out, rinse them real good, throw them in. Yes. 100%. Right? Yeah. And that's a great tip for people who are in the Midwest or are in just a smaller town in general, where there's not a whole lot of variety when it comes to grocery stores or even like the right. ingredients they provide is right. really try and hack the system or hack the recipe in a way of like find ways to not have to go to every single grocery store or drive an hour. Or two. I know some people drive two, three hours to a more like whole food, like grocery store. Right. Right. And I know too, another thing I did is not, I look at my recipes first. 
And it's like, I don't have to spend hours making this crazy good meal would have weird ingredients that I've never heard of. And I can find other things that are much simpler for me. That's just how I tried to start accommodating my groceries. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I don't want to not highlight the fact that you got your labs done before you went plant-based. Yes. And afterwards your cholesterol went down pretty significantly because I know that your doctor was just kind of starting to talk to you like, Hey, it's, you know, a little elevated. We're just going to keep an eye on it. Um, and here it went down. I can't remember. You said like 50, almost 50 points, right? 46. Yeah. 46 from 204 to 158. Yeah. in a matter of three to four months. Mm-hmm. And I remember you talking about your skin and being like, is this something that happens? You know, your skin was glowing. It was, it was like you said, the dead of winter. So, you know, right. that doesn't really happen in the Midwest in the dead of winter. No, it doesn't. Doesn't typically glow. It's usually dried out. <laughs> so I think that was, that's a really good point. Right. But you know, a lot of that is just eating fresh vegetables too, you know, cooking with fresh vegetables, you know, the peppers, the different colors, just the carrots, you know, I really think that that's something that your body absorbs and it radiates. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you mentioned kind of a struggle there of navigating plant-based recipes. You know, sometimes they call for really obscure ingredients and you were finding Mm -hmm. yourself going to multiple grocery stores, trying to figure out what to buy. And it sounds like you figured out a way to really only go to one grocery store or figure out what you can substitute so that it's not this like a long endeavor to find ingredients for the food that you're making. Right. That's correct. So it's been about five years now since I came to you and asked you to go plant-based and for the most part, I mean, cause I know you for the most part, you you're still plant-based and that's a, mm-hmm. a big part of your diet, your way of living. How do you feel like things are going now, you know, with kind of what you've learned over the past several years and maybe even just from childhood? Well, um, oh, you bring up childhood. That's interesting. Um, when I was a baby, I would not drink cow's milk. Um, my mom would put it in a bottle and give it to me and I wouldn't drink it. I would just like very taste it. And then I would throw it. And so my mom took me to the pediatrician at the time and said, I don't know what's going on. You know, is this something to be concerned about? She will not drink her milk and it was cow's milk. And um, he said, you know what, let her go. She will get her nutrients in other ways. And the funny thing is I've never liked cow's milk, um, but that's just me. And it just leaves this just this goo thing in my, I just, in fact, I can't even stand the smell of cow's milk. I know that's terrible. I know it makes me kind of like, I don't even want to think about it, but it's funny that how that just turned me off. Um, The journey now, we go back and forth from, you know, warm to cold. So we do eat fish, um, not a lot, but we will tend to eat more fish when we're down here, down South, more in the warmer climate. I don't ever buy meat or, you know, anything like that, like any kind of meat into the house or anything that would just be, if we would go out once we're back home in the Midwest, um, I'll just be cooking. We'll eat totally plant-based and that's really hard because we live in an area that's not, you know, real, um, what's the word, um, the, in the town that you live in navigating the grocery stores and finding ingredients can be a little challenging. So what do you kind of end up doing to get some of those maybe obscure ingredients that you can't find necessarily in your hometown? Well, either that, I mean, I'll go to a grocery store that's an hour or two away, or, um, I order online. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And then that way it's just delivered right to the house. Yeah. That is one great thing about a lot of different platforms online is you can order some of these obscure ingredients or ingredients that you just don't sure. use that often or can't find in your hometown right. delivered right to your doorstep. And I know you kind of make going to the grocery store, whether it's an hour, sometimes two hours away. I know that you kind of make a trip out of it and you make it fun. And sometimes you go with friends and I do. Right. We'll just both fill up our car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you might as well. Mm-hmm. Right. I know you don't do it that often, but just enough to the, to have some of those ingredients on hand. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And some ingredients I found since I've been down in Florida and I'm going to take those back up, you know, North with me, those, those, maybe those obscure things will go back and forth. I'm not really sure. But, um, anyway, I've even ordered a paste that I had to get from a restaurant in New York city. Oh, wow. I know crazy. Right. But just an ingredient that, you know, makes the, the, the dish just pop. And so, you know, you just have to be really creative in how to find product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Be um, creative, kind of extend yourself that compassion, that grace. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. It's okay. If you know, the recipe you're making doesn't have every single ingredient, or if it has a different ingredient, Google is your best friend for like f- right. figuring out what you can do to exactly. substitute things. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I want to say too, that, um, Three of our grandbabies um, are plant-based. You know, I think Danny, the oldest, had a little bit of trouble maybe transitioning. Not not much. I mean, she's great. I mean, when she goes to, you know, the school every day, her lunches are like so colorful and everything. You know, then there's the second one. She is real. She wouldn't eat anything that wasn't plant-based. I mean, it's just so interesting. Yeah, it is. And we're going to have Catherine on because she, like, like Becky is saying her first daughter was uh, transitioned as the family transitioned to plant-based. The second daughter was born into a plant-based family. And so Mm -hmm. there's definitely been a difference between the two of them, but also at the same time, it's been pretty neat to see how they've both just taken to eating plant-based and eating right sometimes vegetables for breakfast is like nothing for them. No, um, so it's we're, not right. <laughs> we're going to have her on to talk more about that. Cause I know that a lot of parents have questions. Well, it's like, how do I get my kids to eat more of this or to be plant-based or to tr- transition to plant-based? So I think that'll provide a lot of valuable information for the listeners. I think so too. Oh, and I will, I will tell you, we had some friends down from Indiana and a couple meals I fixed were plant-based. The husband did not know. And well, he raved about both of them. In fact, the one dish I made, he, he asked me to make it again. So, and had no idea. <laughs> so I just think it's, I'm thinking, and there are neighbors at home. I'm thinking, oh, great. I can have them over and we can eat that. And, you know, yeah, they already know they love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's a good point too. Sometimes when you don't put labels on things and you just present the food to somebody, it's like, it's, it's nothing, you know, there's no really second thought to eating it. It sounds like that's what happened right. with the, the friends who visited you. Yes. Right. Right. We yeah. just didn't say anything. His wife knew, but he didn't know. And so, um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> I love that. Love it. All right. Well, Becky, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate your words of wisdom. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you everyone for listening. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant Centered and Thriving Podcast. Throughout the month of May, I'm doing an eco-friendly goodie box giveaway valued at over $100. To enter to win, give this podcast a five-star rating and leave a review. The winner will be chosen in June. Until next time, keep thriving.